All right, so bear with me. This is my first time doing this. So my sobriety date is February the 3rd, 2019. You know, it started off really fun. You know, I'm not going to lie. Like, it was a ton of fun. You know, I, it started out normal in the experimental stage, like in high school, you know, trying all the things out. And just there was not really any consequences back then. But eventually it got really bad. And the consequences came. You know, I was going in and out of jail. I was stealing from my family. I was just devastating every single relationship that I had in my life. I could, I wasn't a good employee. You know, I was just not all there. Like I was just trying to fill that spiritual void. I, you know, I, from a very early age, I felt like I was defective. Like my brain didn't work right. My brain didn't work like everybody else's did. I just was not comfortable in my own skin. And the only solution to that was to get drunk or, you know, do drugs to fill that. And I felt comfortable. And I could talk to girls at the bar, you know, I could have confidence then. And eventually, you know, I, uh, I was doing boxing and MMA and I broke my hand and I got prescribed Percocets. And from that point, I fell in love. Like, I just had to chase that feeling for forever. Like, I just loved to do it. And eventually, you know, that turned into the harder stuff, the cheaper, harder stuff. And I got introduced to the needle and I was drinking every day and it was just a constant chase for that. Like, nothing in my life matter anymore. You know, I couldn't hold down a job. You know, I didn't go to any family events, anything like that. Like, I was just completely non-present and I isolated from the world because I was ashamed of who I had become. You know, growing up in high school, like, I graduated with high honor roll and I was a state champion wrestler and I had really good jobs and this and that until, like, I became everything that I said I would never become. And the the tone it went was like I just lowered the bar lower and lower and lower every single time and eventually there wasn't a bar and you know I had a rap sheet of charges at this point and like numerous overdoses and just it was in a bad spot so I realized that I had to come out to California and get help I'm from Pennsylvania so I took a, I took a flight out here and I uh, went into rehab and I thought the, the, all I had to do was just not do it. Like that's, that's what I was told, that's what I was told my whole life, you know, because <laughs> my family doesn't get it and, you know, I was the, uh, I was the man of the house from a very young age. I grew up on a farm and I had to always maintain my composure. I always had to be good, you know, I had to bottle everything up. And what they always said to me was just, don't do it. Like, if you don't want to live this way anymore, just don't do it. Put it all down. Like, the answer is so easy, but it's not. But I carried that with me to California. I got here, got off the plane, and I uh, made it like two days before I went down to the beach and smoked some weed. and. I didn't realize yet that one thing led to another. 
I, I had no idea. Like, this is my first attempt at getting sober. And I uh, smoked some weed and they kicked me out and I was homeless on the streets of California. And I uh, ended up finding the harder stuff and I woke up in a hotel room stripped down naked the next morning and saying that they had to Narcan me because I died that night. And uh, so here I am walking around Costa Mesa naked and yeah. So eventually, eventually I made it back into another detox and I gave it another shot, relapsed. You know, that's just how it went. In and out of treatment centers for a long time. Like, my story is one of a lot of resistance. Like, I never truly wanted to be a part of AA because I thought that my willpower was strong enough. I never, ever wanted to be a part of this. Like, I thought that everybody in AA was a bunch of losers. You know, like, your guys' life was way worse off than mine was. Like, don't you know who I am? Like, I graduated with really good grades and I'm a, a good wrestler and stuff and like I have cool opportunities but I've always looking back it was always a kind of kind of life like I should have been a lot of things but you know now I'm super grateful for everything that I went through because it taught me the most valuable lesson in life which is humility and street smart um, but yeah, that went on for a long time, in and out, trying to do it my way, you know. I, but the good thing is I was introduced to the rooms. And that saying, that cliche, you know, a belly full of booze and a head full of AA is super real. Like, it kind of haunted me for years. Like, I always knew the solution was there, but I never wanted to do it until I was broken down enough. And, you know... I drove across the country twice, you know, I've overdosed eight times, I've been shot at, I've been stabbed, you know, I've sold my sexuality to the uh, other gender, and I just went to a, I just became somebody that I absolutely hated to look at in the mirror. I truly hated myself, my family didn't know who I was, I didn't know who I was either. God was nowhere in my mind at any of those points. Like, I had a huge resentment towards Him because if there was a God, why would you do this to me? Why would I be dealt this hand? And, you know, two years homelessness was never enough for me. Like, I would go into a detox after a year walking around the streets, deep in psychosis, directing traffic in the middle of the street, riding around on somebody else's bicycle. Like, I'm that kind of pitiful. Um, but eventually it became enough and I, I don't know how, but I made it back out here and I truly sent out that Hail Mary prayer to God and I was like, please, take me out of my own way. You know, make me willing, please. Like, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to be locked up in a cage for the rest of my life or I'm going to die. Like, I was honestly suicidal at the end of my last run. I, I wanted to die like Scarface and I was completely terrified of that. I was, you know, I just have this expectation of who I should be and, you know, what I should be doing and I have a good heart. Like, I truly hated being a taker my entire life. I'm a giver at nature. Like, I love everybody and in my addiction, I don't. In my alcoholism, I don't. I just take and take and take and it's like, uh, a hurricane, a category five tsunami coming through. Like I'm just here to devastate everyone and I don't care and I, there's no remorse until I'm sober and then I'm like, oh my God, what did I do?
And so what I did differently this time was I got out of my own way. I surrendered my pride. I got a sponsor. I did the steps as soon as possible. I did it thoroughly. Like I took every single suggestion that was given to me because I knew I had to. Otherwise, there's a whole mess of stuff out there waiting for me again, but next time it's probably going to be worse. So I did everything and more because I knew that my life depended on it. And today what I do is I do a lot of panels. I try to help others as much as possible. I try, I try to turn my test into my testimony, my mess into my message because, you know, I was qualified to help somebody who's been in a similar situation as I was. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. You know, I, I hear a lot of people say that they wish they had a time machine and could go back. And, you know, sometimes I think that I wouldn't mind one either, but then what if I had one into the future and didn't like the man that I was? Because I love the man that I am today. And I, um, you know, I have all the external stuff back now at just eight months. Like I have the truck, I have the, the, um, the house, the job. And none of that stuff matters to me because I know how quickly I can lose it and how quickly I can gain it. What truly matters to me is the uh, serenity that I have in my mind. Like I'm not a prisoner in my own mind anymore today. Like, I'm comfortable in my own skin and I can look life in the face and I could tell you all like all the crazy stuff that I've been through with no guilt about it. Like that's just my story. It's just what I went through and you know I just hope and pray that nobody else has to go through it and nobody else has to go back out. But if you do there's always going to be a chair waiting for you and AA is a super welcoming program and that's such a, a beautiful thing. This is God's program. And yeah, that's all I got. Thank you.